Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab and thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are holding it down right here in New York City because Fashion Week is on. My name is Lisa Gumbo Regisford. I am your host. And on today's show, we're going to be talking again just around the highlights of what's really going down at New York Fashion Week 2016 uh, this year. Um, now, obviously, I'm also joined here. I'm sitting with Edgy. Normally, I sit with Morag on the other side. But <laughs> yes, but I'm sitting with Edgy on this side. And I don't really want to answer the question of what are we wearing. But um, I'm joined by Edgy Benson, who is also a contributor on the show with Echoes from New York. And then on the other side, um, Morag Stein is holding it down. Uh, she's our glam up queen. Um, Morag, welcome. Welcome to the show as well. Thank you so much and welcome all the way from New York. <laughs> I know, but I was going to say you're the one who's going to be welcome, welcoming us on that side and we're just going to vibe um, because what I want us to do is um, focus on some of the ways that, you know, New York Fashion Week has gone down this year, some of the trends that are affecting designers, uh, some of the ways that um, designers have shifted when it comes to the showing um, sort of curation space and how they've decided to showcase their stories this year um you know some of the highlights and everything you know yes so yes. yeah so welcome to the show what are you wearing Mara? let's start with you um well i'm wearing clothes i'm not in my pajamas like i'm sure you're in EGR. <laughs> um i'm wearing just a, a really nice um high waist top shop skinny black jean with some nice nude heels and a nice little sort of boho crop top um, from H&M today So I'm feeling very summery It's very hot here today And yeah, just a beautiful bright lip Nice And uh, Edgy, do you want to share what you're wearing? <laughs> Creatively, because I can see you Okay, I'm going to be creative And I'm going to share what Liz is wearing She's <laughs> <laughs> wearing a, a bare shoulder t-shirt Or camisole that is really, really beautiful green. I think, let me be creative and say what I'm wearing. I'm wearing um, a beautiful maxi, bell, um, bell sleeve maxi. And it's just beautiful. Stunning, stunning. Yeah. You have to Don't send us a picture. Ca- yeah, we'll try. I'll tell you what are you wearing. Well, send these old skinnies and a t-shirt. Remember, eight o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> And anyway, um, it's great to um, to hear that we are all here, and it's um, great to hear Morag is also holding it down on the other side. Um, I want to just go uh, straight into um, some of the things and some of the trends and some of the brands we've been talking to. We're obviously going to be also touching on some models, including the Reshma Kureshi uh, model, who you mm. know got held down and dumped, uh, you know, how did someone hold you down? Not someone, three men who held her down, dumped so after So crazy. And she still made it to the runway. I think that's brave. That's very brave. Um, that and, is a uh, hustler right there. Yes. And we also got to caught up on this trip. So far, we've also been able to catch up with, um, uh, you know, we've taken fashion a whole to a whole new level. But at the at the end of the day, I think the best or the most um, uh, refreshing way of how we've captured this fashion week was not just on the runways. We also got to sit at the WNBA, and me who does not watch WNBA, <laughs> did you enjoy NBA, it? Well, I'm you know I'm not really like a sports person. 
really like I don't, and I'm not going to pretend I don't watch, I don't sit down to watch sports. So it's interesting that because of the fact that uh, Teresa Weatherspoon, who's an ex WNBA player, was launching her collection, which Edgy has been conceptualizing and developing for her and is now stalking at the Madison Square Garden is amazing because we went there, watched the game, finished the game, hang out with her. And I thought that that was so refreshing. So that was a kind of sports meets fashion um, sort of evening. Um, and we got to talk to her and we're going to be sharing some of the conversations and the footage um, on YouTube and also on other platforms. So that was refreshing. And then we obviously also got a chance to catch up with Farai, who we've had on the show previously. Yes, if you yes. Remember. yes. So Farai Simoe, who's based here, we went to the fabric shop and literally sat down with her when it came to how she sources fabric and how she reinvents fabric that looks like nothing. And then suddenly you have a small little collection. And I think that's the way to go. Is you don't have, you don't have to sit down and have like so many, uh, you know, you don't have to sit down and invest as much as I say it's power to invest in your own fabric um, and print because it is, uh, there's other innovative ways and, uh, um, just ways to be able to reinvent things and keep moving because you can't just sit and say, I don't have money to print. There's got to be another way. There's to a way. There's able- always a way. Yes, exactly. Talking and about. Then we got- yes, go ahead. Talking about collaborations, can we please just highlight Gigi Hadid and Tommy Hilfiger? Like, what is going on there? You know, we all thought like, you know, model turned designer all of a sudden. But I'm, you know, I've actually just been following some of the looks. How amazing is this collaboration? <laughs> but listen, um, you know, Mara, when you say model to- turned designer, you know, I'm one. Yes, yes. I'm one. So we have to give credit where it's due. And then what's refreshing is great. And then for the models, we need to go back to the runway. We just need to send them back. You know? Yes, yes. So, so that is also very refreshing. And then obviously our highlights, uh, our other highlights are the, some of the designers that we intentionally um, came out here yes. to, to capture and to really follow. Like your Bibu Mohapatra. Bibu just shut the place down yesterday with his show. I mean, like shut it down. Like we could all go home and just say, okay, fashion week's over. We're done. Yes, um, yes. Yes. Three as four, uh, that was the day before yesterday, was also refreshing um, and very different. Like I said, one of the one of the things that I think I'm really um, enjoying is just to see how the designers decided to showcase this year based on the fact that, um, you know, it was that whole different venues, uh, different um, ideas, different concepts and still bring their stories to life because at the end of the day, we want the soul. We want to really get to the soul of what they're actually talking about, what they're showing and why. Yes. Um, yeah, so I could go on and on, but <laughs> I want to, I just want to throw this back to Edgy and just kind of get uh, Edgy's, uh, oh, we, oh, by the way, that, another very interesting show, uh, like I said, it was interesting, is like one Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we also, <laughs> I said it was interesting because if it's interesting, it is. Um I don't want to kiss and tell. I mean, well, I'm not kissing and telling. It's out already. But um, very different again. And like I said, um, when we were talking about the shows and you know how people say, oh, I didn't like that. And I'm like, it's fine if you don't because it's great that we all have opinions. But at the end of the day, what I think is key is that let every 
Let every creative say it the way they want to say it. I mean, I can't. So, so, I, so we can all like Morag. You might yes. like a connection you spoke about. Edge, you might like something else. I may just run away from something else, but that is the expression of this creative or the designer, and that's that's yes. that's what we gotta deal with it or go home because that's that's what they're saying. That's all, you know. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think I think sometimes the beauty of a collection is in the look of the of the model, the, the way the model carries like, it. No, just not the way the model carries it, but how she how she how she feels in it how she comes across in it um because models are really remember clothes are for people and when a model puts on something that she loves and feels so Uh, amazing you can see her you can see how the aura of it you know so sitting back you can actually tell the 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 perception of a collection by just how the models are carrying it how they're feeling it you know so we're able to see all of that, like just from from a show where the models are feeling so happy and hip and just part of it, to a show where models are feeling, oh my god, why am I in this dress? You know, those kinds of things. You know, but it was so cool to be able to see that up close and to to share that. And and you know, one of the most surprising things about this this uh, us being here in New York was that Fashion Lab already had a reputation of some sort. By the time we got to the to the shows, you know, there were just express arrangements for Fashion Lab to interview the designers. We had backstage uh, access. It was so beautiful. I know we're, we're young and, and, you know, but it, it was so cool to see that Fashion Lab had that kind of reception. You know what? And just talking about that, um, I mean, Fashion Lab is a, a worldwide on on a worldwide platform, but we're also the only media com- a sort of um, media uh, platform covering New York Fashion Week from Africa. Yes. yes. So what was funny? Um, it also, was yes. And what was funny is when we went in, some people who were like, if say that we show up at a venue for a quick show, some people would just be like, if they'd be like fashion, would be like fashion, like with who? Then I'd be like fashion, like Africa. The minute I say Africa, they're like, ah, okay, come this way because. It doesn't seem like there was anyone else from the continent. No. But part of that was also Liz, though. She she just exuded so she just exuded so much aura. Like you know, there was just no way you could keep the queen no has arrived. Like, for me, I just pointed the way, and Liz just opened the door. <laughs> I'm like, and okay, I can imagine that she was wearing those nine-inch heels as well. Oh, yeah. And, you know, all I had to do was, these are our names that have to be on the list. And once list showed up, they just brought out the list. Wonderful. <laughs> I was like, that is what I want. But that, that's how life should be. Why is life so complicated? That's true. And you know what's funny is yesterday we went to Bibu's show. Yes. Literally, I mean, like I said to, I even said to Edgy, I had to say no. Because it's like, I'm, we're busy running to try to get our interview. But they're, they're all running to me to come to get there in there. And we're like, no, we're here as press. But they, it was so confusing. I became like, a timekeeper. I was like, Liz, you got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was refreshing. You know what's refreshing and something else I also miss um, that I don't really feel much of in the continent is I feel like we just don't, like the fashion, the, the fashion week right now is fashion week in, in every sense. 
the cabs know when we sit in a yellow cab or you sit in an Uber, they know when you're like, oh, yeah, you're going to Fashion Week. Yeah. The people, the, even the beggars on the street know it's Fashion Week. I, even I, though, um, I mean, yeah. it's such a feel about it. Even know? the shop the owners, street. yeah, when we went to do the interview it's with celebrated. Right, yes. yes. The shop owners are selling fabric, but they know it's, everyone knows what time it is. And yes. the street is full of paparazzi because exactly. everybody is trying to get you to put them, to put you on their blog or their magazine so they can say, I was there, we were there too, and look some of the things we captured. So the you walk in and there's like, like literally a hundred cameras flashing just because it's fashion. Because it's fashion week. Amazing. So you're yeah, think, been in the hustle and bustle for a week. Honey, we've been hustling. It's not a, <laughs> now I want to just say as well to Seriously, our yes, I, I just want to say to our listeners who are tuned in um, <clears throat> for the first time. We definitely try to focus on dissecting the business behind fashion um, uh, because that's what we care about. We care about moving ahead. We care about um, developing the African fashion industry. And one of the key things um, some people may ask is why New York Fashion Week? It's not just why New York Fashion Week. If we, should, if we could be able to cover major fashion events across the world, it would actually be even more um um, it will play a, an imperative role when it comes to talking and dissecting the business behind fashion in the continent. Because at the end of the day, you cannot be able to trade and play in a global marketplace without understanding what's going on in that global marketplace. So for, for those who are tuned in, um, if you have... Uh, uh, you want to join us on the show, or if you have any comments or whatever it is, you can definitely uh, send your tweets. Uh, you can email us at info at fashionlabafrica.com. You can keep your tweets coming at fashionlabaf and just share with us some of your thoughts around uh, the New York Fashion Week um, 2016. Also, my quick reminder before we continue with New York Fashion Week talk is my favorite segment at the end of the show is Our called Glass of Wine. wine. Would you want to dress and why? So, Yes, feel free to share with us your who's and your why's uh, while it also gives me time to put on something else so that I can kind of have something fresh to talk about at the end of the show. It's truly <laughs> our glass. Yeah, so I think moving on, um, some of the models, one of the things I realized and Edgy just touched on is the models are a very major element of showing. And um, I have had that experience. I've had bad models, like the ones, remember the ones I talked about? I wouldn't talk so about what So bad, so bad. They were so bad that I had to just, I wanted to just scream. And every time I watch that video, I want to fall over. But the truth is that they, they can mess up the vibe, truly. So even if you have a beautiful collection, you have a... I don't care how good the collection is. If you have bad models, it's just... Not, in Nigeria, they say Nawa for you. It's finished. It's yeah. over. It's finished. A like bad model have... can ruin everything. Everything. Kill your vibe. And, yes, and one of the shows I will not mention which one we went to again yesterday, we had models fainting. The models... You know when Eddie yeah, said that... Sad. You know you know when you look... When you wear something that's actually beautiful and makes you shine you will shine you know yes. like and we all know i mean and every woman who's listening knows what i mean right now um is you when you wear a dress that's why you go into a place when you say i have to have that dress there's a reason that you have to have that dress and that means you gotta just 
drop the ching-ching and get, go with the dress because of the way that it makes you feel. The worst thing is to look around and see models looking sad. Mm-hmm. Like, sad, more like, it wasn't even sad to cry. It was like sad, like, get me out of this. Yes, why is the world seeing me in this? In this? I, I, think, I think one thing that is, one really good observation that I feel is so strong to point out is fashion is this ecosystem, you know? It's, a, it's an entire universe of things. And, it's, 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 in, and Fashion Week always elaborates that in New York, especially. There's a designer and then his designs and then his whole concept. And then there are the models that carry this concept. And then there's all these other things, like uh, the showcase part of it, which is like the venues, the, um, the, the way the, the runways are structured. And then the photographers, all of that, mm. just the atmosphere, everything. Created yes. so you get this fashion feel. Like it's not it's not just the clothes. It's way 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 beyond the clothes. It's just mm. this ecosystem that everything everything feeds off, off everything. one another. Exactly, and you have this effervescent boil. Mm. You know, mm. you know from from all, from this mixture of, of elements. And once you know? again, back to uh, my favorite thing: collaboration. Yes. yes. And if there's one person that is not committed, whether it be makeup, hair, venue, music, whatever, it, it just ruins everything. It really does. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, Marek, on uh, the other, on the flip side, on uh, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've watched some of the shows. Uh, the world we are online. The world's online. Yes. Um, what are some of your highs when it comes to maybe some of the makeup uh, sort of looks? Did you see what you were expecting to see? Because we spoke about it prior, just saying, you know, this is what we kind of see coming. So what, let me just yeah. tell you that um, you and Edgy owe me a high five because as I predicted, I'm seeing it on the runway. And I'm very proud of my um, sort of, Estimation of what it would be because it's there. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so just um, uh, there's actually one designer that I just quickly want to touch on before I go into to makeup and into my glam up segment. And you know what? It's trending hugely um, on social media is Anissa Hasuban, um, which is an Indonesian designer. Um, who it's obviously the first Indonesian designer that showcased at New York Fashion Week. And her whole collection was women dressed fully in hijabs. I mean, have you ever? Her designs are magnificent. The only thing that was showing on these models are their faces and their hands, literally. And looking at her collections, it is just magnificent. And once again, collaboration, everything. I actually watched the show online. The dewy skins of the models, the beautiful natural makeup. And, you know, from the accessories to the shoes to the colors, it's just beautiful. So, so far, that is one of my favorite shows that I've seen. Um, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. Has it been trending there as well? Mm, well, you know, like, I think because of the fact that obviously there's a lot of different ways, uh, different expressions from different um, designers. Yes. And yes. I haven't seen, for me personally, I haven't seen, out of all the shows we've seen, I, I think everything I've seen is, di- for each designer, I've just seen everything is, is, is really different. Um, 
But actually, I want to throw this back to you because we spoke about it briefly and you said something about, so we were talking about 3S4's show and I said it was, it was definitely very different. And then Bibu's show, which was proper elegance, but then again, not as hard as he always comes. It was a bit softer this time. Let's, actually, I'm throwing that to you. What did you, what do you, how would you explain? Because you explained it really well. Um, no, because I think, because the, the, the designers are always a gamut of, of emotions, you know, the different, 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 um, different uh, focuses, you know? Like for Trias 4, and you see it in the crowds that, that attend the shows, and, and it goes even all the way to the makeup. Trias 4 was very artisan. The yes. crowd is very yes. artisan, more artistic. And then they, they don't give a lot of credence to makeup and some of the models who are no makeup. Um, this is a, if, if this is a crowd that doesn't really necessarily belong, believe in elegance, but they believe in statement fashion, you know? Yes. Um, yes. They just want to be, they, they want to stand out, but they want to say something, whether you like it or not, you know? They're almost naturalist in their, in their approach to fashion, while Bibu is pure elegance. You know, uh, uh, just, it's either hardcore or soft. Today, this time it was soft for summer, but you still had those 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 gowns, those mm. flowy gowns, those uh, just amazing night uh, silhouettes. You know, uh, cocktail silhouettes. You know, and and also what you what Edge said is that there was something where even though the designers, are, everyone obviously has a different expression. But there was some things or some sort of a uh, hues that you felt tied into it too. Yes. Tied yeah. it through, even though they're not. Yes. What was that? I think most this this time, there are a few, a few elements that, that that kind of sit through the whole collections that you would see. Some collections where they eschew colors and they want to stay straight, like they want to stay monochrome. You see a lot of the, the, the white pants. The white pants were a big part of, they've been a big They've been in play for a while, and they they, they still show through a lot of collections. Yeah, last, sort of the seventies. <laughs> yeah, flowy androgynous looks, mm-hmm. and then, then there were also prints that were very, very, very strong. Um, more, I would say, more like uh, techno prints. You know, yes. they're not they're not very organic. More techno, and and of course, there's so much technology in, in the collections now. They're like three D printed dresses and everything, and that showed through the collections. So there is the print side of it that showed through. And then the, for, for where you don't see prints, you see it's monochrome, but they still kept this androgyny, a little bit of androgyny, a little bit of wide flowiness. Um, that seeped through the collections. Can I also add on to something? Um, again, back to, as we're talking about the different, um, you know, what's really different about 2016 uh, New York Fashion Week, 2017, is that uh, if you people notice, I don't know if you did, but the models are very different yes. this yes. season. And uh, what we've realized is instead of using the candles and whoever they normally use, they've really flipped it up. So when I looked at Bibu's show, and we had this conversation with Edgy before we started going to the shows, is the models are, Edgy said to me, they're no longer anything, and I almost 
put him in a box and threw him in the river because I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, Liz, this whole little skinny model, because I was like talking about models and proper models and he's like, Liz, you know what? That is also fading away, unfortunately, with the trends and the things are changing and unfortunately, that's one of the things that's changing. So now, designers say they, a lot of designers are choosing to use what they call real people. And yes. when right. I looked at, especially three as four as show, yes. I didn't see any model. Yes. Well, I just, just saw. Again, it's I just problem. I just saw um, Rosie and uh, and Annie and, uh, and 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 Jane and I was like, where are the models? But you know, the clothes were, were beautiful. But yeah, I don't know it's, what what's the, going on with that. Because, uh, like I said, Trias Four is very very naturist in a sense. It's like a fa- it's a fashion. It's almost like going to a nude beach for fashion because they just give you, really, they give you this, this they, they, they kind of, they kind of unclothed fashion. They take it, they, they make it naked for you to see. So it means the models may not have makeup at all. They may not be your quintessential model. They are just, they fit the profile of that collection. And, you know, they, they, they just, it's a very body conscious collection. Uh, it's you. Unwrapped, you know. Mm. That's the, that's the way they, they they look at fashion. Mm. Yeah. And then on the flip side, people had people is elegant. People, yeah, but he's still. Uh, I'm talking about the models. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what's happening. I don't know why. Like everyone now have to become models. Like can they just leave this thing for models? Like the real models, Mora. What do yes, you think? I, I <laughs> agree with you a hundred percent because um, both you and I will be slightly out of business if there were no models around, <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, what I noticed, um, and I'm talking about, you know, the bigger shows, sort of the DKNYs, the Anna Sue's, Oscar De La Rentes, is the models are beautiful this season. You know, sometimes for me, um, you know, yes, you, you are just a model, but at the end of the day, you know, I find that in the previous seasons, the models were really just models, whereas this season, because the makeup has been such a huge feature, the models are, for me, they are just beautiful this season. Um, and that's something that I've really picked up. You know, they're striking, they're strong. Um, you know, and once again, a model can, you know, if you don't have a strong model, it can ruin your collection. But I must say, the ones that I've seen so far on the runway are just beautiful, um, compared to the other seasons. So yes, um, Liz, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Let's just stick to models. <laughs> uh, I just don't know if I find that the models, like, for example, like Bibu's show, the yes. models were very yes. strong. They're not beautiful. But they are. I think that's what I was trying to. Okay, they're not. They're not pretty. They're just not pretty. That's not the word. But you, they are hard. They are I mean, unique hard. looking. They are, um, unique looking. They are fit. They just. They just. They just. Look at. Capture a gamut of emotions. Fierce, elegant. They're very you know, strong, kind of, but yeah, they're not. Strong, yeah. yeah, they're not pretty. So obviously, again, that strength obviously resonates with something that. The designer is trying is to looking for. I, I think what's going on is like I was saying, like I think fashion is really like evolving in such a way that it's such a personal experience, it's very curated experiences right now. So even the models have to reflect. Let's say a dress is for when you feel really fierce, you know, they've got to find a model who carries that dress very fiercely. It's like that personalizing the the the, the the idea, you know? Yes. I think that's what's going to, it's not just yeah. putting it on someone to walk it beautifully. 
and anymore. Yes, and I was going to say that the, the, the pretty models are never really strong. No. Like, the pretty models are pretty. They should just go in for a photo shoot for a pretty picture. And the spring garden while the, while the flowers spring. And then, like, the real hat, like the real models, like the proper strong, fierce gazelles should be on the runways mm. speaking about, I mean, speaking without speaking. Speaking on their walk, on their stride. <laughs> But yeah, that, that was very refreshing. Another really cool thing, or one of our other highlights was, um, and we're going there tonight. That's the last, I think for me, that's my last show. I, I am tired and my, I need a foot massage, honestly, because <laughs> can't, I tell you, Barak, my mom taught me that, you know, when you wear heels, honey, you better tech, you better walk those you better keep those things on. You until keep you them get home. on and you take, if you need to take a pain pill, you take a pain pill and you walk. <laughs> Them babies on. So yes. I have like literally every night, every morning I wake up, I say to Edgy, I need a foot massage because before we go back to the shows, between that little time, my feet are like burning on fire. My God. And me, I'm the heel queen. I can run up the mountain in heels, but this is. The streets are hard, man. Well, the I'll tell you what here. you can do while you're there. So just a little quick home DIY. You can soak your feet in Epsom salts, as I've mentioned before. <laughs> And um, rub some, do you, like an aspirin or something. Drop some aspirin in the water, some aspirin powder, and that will also be sort of like an anti-inflammatory for your feet. So you can try that. And, and you just—it's literally a five-minute thing. So it's not a—it's not a long session, but just to get you through the next two days. <laughs> thank, thank you, Maura, for like that. Now, now I want to go back to what I was saying. Um, we bump it. So there I am at the airport waiting on the queue, on the yellow cab queue. And guess who bumps into me? Jan Milan again. No. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. And, and I just say, you know, this world is so small. But the thing is, he's here to capture. He was, he, he's here to produce um, Mark Bauer's show, which is going down today. And... The you know we got to capture some of the whole casting and some of the the way he actually just runs this process. But one of the things I have to say is, first of all, I am proud of what he's doing because he's just moving beyond borders. Gosh, do I have a new word besides I've been using this word so much? Beyond borders. Beyond borders. I mean, like okay, let's keep using it until we have. He's jet setting. And and what I admire about him is for him to be. Flying around the world, not just necessarily stuck, um, not stuck, but he has gone beyond his space because he's now getting work, production work, um, specifically across. I know he's also got something coming up in Tokyo. But anyway, tonight's show, we're going to definitely send out some tweets and just kind of share with people what's happening. But the Mac Power show is going to be, I think, very refreshing. It's going to be, I'm sure, a talk for a while. Um, but that's, like I said, is the last show I'll be going into because that's that's how we're ending it. So I'm just proud of um, Jan for being able to also play in the game. And I think for me, what we've also been able to capture on this trip is um, uh, the value chain other than just designers. Because like Edgy always says, a puzzle is not complete until all, you know, you've got, you've got to fill up all of your... Until all the pieces you, you are in. Yeah, so the truth is the pieces are not just designs. The pieces are so many other things. We also got to speak to Edgy here, um, followed him around and kind of um, captured what he does because he's, he plays a very um, imperative role when it comes to uh, 
just uh, the fashion when it comes to from your concept to your development. But it's interesting to actually watch him do this in different bits and pieces and ways, which is uh, also very refreshing, but also uh, very um, good, very informative, um, nice for brands to be able to tune in. Um, when we share the vignettes, um, you know, obviously people will be able to tune in and see why I'm going to emphasize, um, you know, why I'm emphasizing so much on paying attention to some of the things that we don't really think about too much or the shortcuts that we take. And uh, the shortcuts that we take sometimes can cost us just too much. Sometimes it's best. They can be detrimental. (laughs) Yes. The truth is sometimes it's just nice to, especially for fashion when it comes to production, the development stages, there's certain things that edge literally was like, you cannot take a shortcut of that because you might as well go to the Hudson River and be eaten by the things that eat people in there, whatever it is. (laughs) But that's that's the that's what's really um, that's what's refreshing. So we we having being able to capture not just the runway and not just the designer, but so many other elements of what makes this fashion industry what we call it is uh, is was crucial and was refreshing and was also um, informative. And uh, I'm really looking forward to um, sharing the rest of the details and sharing it more, um, you know, with, with, with Africa when we get back home. Um, yes, I think it's time to take a break. Our lines Thanks. are open. Um, and, uh, you know, for those who are tuned in, you're welcome to share with us some of your tweets, share with us some of your thoughts around uh, some of your highlights um, this season at New York Fashion Week. And uh, we'll be right back after the break. This is CliffCentral.com. Hi, and we're back with Fashion Hi, and we're Lab. Back with fashion Lab. Yes, we are and back. Talking and talking about and moving lips, there's a huge, huge, huge trend on the runway. Um, as I predicted, the dark lip is back. Thank God, because it's my favorite. And one that was really trending um, is Radare, um, and it was the Nas Velvet Matte Lip um, in train bleu. So it was actually a lip pencil that they colored the whole lip in. Um, so that's the... Uh- the lipstick color yeah, of the Mor- day. Yes, Mora, can I just go ahead and say we just would love to welcome you, Glamour. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So that you can just take us through. We can, we would also love to listen to you because we've already told you a lot um, from our side. <laughs> so welcome, Mora, staying with the Glamour. And uh, Glamour's glam, glam up, girl. Glamour. <laughs> So, um, just as I was saying, the um, lipstick color of the day is obviously um, from the Radare collection or runway look. And it's a NARS velvet matte lip pencil in train blur. So, what they did is they actually took the lip pencil and really perfected this beautiful dark lip. And the look was called Dark Fairy. Um, and I'll actually tweet um, some pictures. The whole look is very beautiful. There's orchids around the neckline. Um, of the model, there's some flowers in her hair, but once again, very strong brow, dark structured lip, very fierce and dark, but then kind of very fairy tale vibe with, you know, all the flowers around her head, etc. Um, other looks that were trending hugely, um, with dark lips specifically is, um, Zach Posen. He also had, um, a dark lip and it's a new, um, lip collection that Mac has actually launched. It's a matte, 
retro liquid lipstick. So it's, it's like a lip gloss, but it's um, a retro matte texture. So super matte, super dark, very easy to apply. And, you know, looking at all the, you know, obviously I've been following what's been happening backstage and, and what sort of makeup they're using, what brands they're using. This specific um, liquid matte um, lipstick from MAC has been used if I tell you about 80% of the shows have been using this new um, texture because it's just so beautiful, so easy to apply. And then another look with the braid. So also hugely trending. And as I said, you know, when I, for the looks that I predicted for, um, you know, summer, spring 2017 in New York is the braids. Um, and Zoe, uh, Rachel Zoe also did beautiful halo braids. Very free, soft hair, once again with a really, really dark lip. And also um, just a sort of a tip how to get your, your hair wavy is you can use um, a sea salt spray. Literally, even just with water with salt in it really gives you that beautiful, natural, wavy, messy sort of look, you know, that you've just come out of the ocean. If only we could just walk out of the ocean and look amazing, as the models did. Um and then another look from Nicole Miller. Um, the look was um, inspired by a snow bunny. So just really beautiful, soft, um, sort of sunburnt cheeks. Really beautiful. Liz, your favorite, no makeup, makeup look. Um, and just really with a beautiful tinted lip. Um, one that I also really, really liked was the hair from the Kate Spade show, um, which was quite nice. Just sort of middle part, sleeked back. Just with sort of it looks like a shoelace or like a velvet ribbon that's the hair's just been tied with instead of an elastic band, um, which will also be trending, I think, hugely in Africa um, in our spring season that's coming up at the moment, you know, the, with the season coming up. I think it's just an easy hairstyle to do, easy to get away with. Um, and then another one that I really liked was um, DVF, of course, the wonderful Diane um, and she just did a really simple low bun so you know instead of a pony um, just sort of flicking it back into a bun and then also once again very strong brow and almost um, with a very nude pink beautiful lip also matte so um, and then also obviously Oscar De La Rente does his favorite Dark eyes, very natural lip, and also predicted by me was the, the strong cat eye, which I've seen coming through quite a lot. As far as nails go, I mean, you must just see the nail art on the runways. It is ridiculous. I'm looking at these images thinking, oh, my God, my nail technician is going to hate me because I'm going to want to try every single one on every single finger. Um, you know, I feel like I'm not being a part of it. So, um Trending at the moment, which I've actually, I'll post a picture of my nails, is dark nails, um, dark short nails. And I've got this beautiful um, navy, it's sort of like a navy teal blue, but in matte, which is really, I find quite refreshing. So trends with nails um, on the runway is very matte, dark colors. So when we say dark, we don't necessarily mean black or maroon or, or navy like I have, but dark browns, dark grays. And then with metallic art over the nails. So to think that they're preparing nails almost 24 hours before a show for literally a 10, 20 minute walk down the runway. 
Um, they've put a lot of effort in. So nail trending, huge, huge, huge at the moment. And yeah, that's pretty much a wrap up of, you know, what's been happening on the runways. Are there any specific uh, makeup looks that you, Liz and Edgy, that you've seen um, that you loved? I think just the nude, nude, but if it wasn't just called the nude, what do you call it? <laughs> the makeup, no makeup look. Listen, the models, you, you know, you and I both know, um, you know, with, with shows, um, you know, that I have worked backstage, the models do actually have a lot of makeup on their faces, but it just looks so beautiful and dewy that it looks so natural that they're not actually you know, the look is sort of to inspire no makeup look, but let me tell you, there is a lot of makeup on. Um, so it's just really, it's a refreshing, dewy sort of finish on the face. Yeah, I think I like, and I also like the braids, uh, definitely, but it's funny that you really predicted this. So, so you really got the, it. Yeah, the, the cut the dark lips were big. I don't like the cut eye, but I like the, I liked the nude, I like the, uh, braids that braided look is so refreshing it's and I so beautiful and it really to me reminds me of summer because it's yes. it's it's the easier ways to get more hair off of your face and you and keep it up and I think it also reflects this naturist yes the naturist yes and then just yeah. quickly how do you feel about the decisional show the Spanish designer who literally put models in your favorite Snapchat filters down the runway. Um, so basically this designer got, um, so like your Snapchat filters, um, which are obviously made popular by, you know, 70s looks, etc. And then Snapchat obviously hugely trending in the social media platforms. He literally created each and every model to walk down the runway in a different Snapchat filter. I mean, I'm finished. I can't even deal. So it was things like the spotted deer lens look, a crown of yellow butterflies look, and of course the dog nose look. Did you, have you seen any of that? Very yeah, we had, a, we had a model in there. Yes. We had one of those African models in there. Yes. Very, sure. Very, so so clear. Yeah, it's so clever. So, it's so, so, cool. so clever. It was so cool. Like, I don't think in, I mean, obviously in the history of fashion, we've never seen anything like this. Obviously, because Snapchat, you know, is obviously quite, you know, new in the social media platforms. But I just thought he hit the nail on the head. Like, what a fantastic concept. I think it's, it's all the personalization of fashion, you know, this yes. curated yes. approach to fashion. Um, the Sigual is, is principally a very young brand because of the embrace, embrace of color and in strong imagery, you know? Yes. And so Snapchat would be fantastic for them. It's just. Yes, but I think for me, what I also have to say is they are definitely uh, pushing, uh, they've really accepted where we are when it comes to the trends of the world and they have just decided to adapt and to apply in every way possible. And I have never use it to imagined. their advantage. Yes, because you know? this is, this is just like unbelievable, but, but it's refreshing, but it's back to saying, you know what they've adapted to trends and tech and then run with it. And that's, that's where the world should be. It's, that's how, so at the end of the day, Fashion is is, 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 is is the way we live, and the way we live is continually having to evolve. Right now, social media is how. It's like our way. ecosystem, yeah. you know? So yes, yes. fashion has to be. 
that ecosystem. Yeah, and, and that's just, and that, Yeah. Just another thing, um, from you know, obviously, um, Victoria Beckham's collection was very different um, on the runway to what she normally does. And just an interesting point, going back to the social media, um, her son Brooklyn actually posted an Instagram video. Um, of a certain mint green dress that came down the runway from her collection. And it's been watched over 350,000 times already. Gosh, can I be that? Like, can we actually, I mean, that is, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So just once again, coming back to how social media is so, so influential in the, in our industry. Yes. And uh, and that's why I agree when Edgy says it's a part of our ecosystem. We just need to adapt. Yes. There's no. It doesn't matter if you're a young designer or an old designer. When like when Nicola says, if you're not on Instagram, then I don't know where we should go now. It's just like I, I think. Also, <laughs> I think also designers and what designers are doing here is the same thing designers are doing everywhere, finding mm. a way to reach the customer. Mm. I think African designers have to always find a way to reach the customer. Once you have that as a goal, then you're going to innovate how you reach the customer, you know? Yes. You're going to follow it. You're going to, you know your customer, you know what, they, what they're like, whether they're Snapchat people or, or, or YouTubers. or I mean, that's you understanding your customer and tailoring your approach to them accordingly. Yes. I think uh, to also before we go to our Who Would You Want Address segment in a timely manner, um, I think that one of the things I would definitely encourage, for me, my experience uh, being here and just seeing what's going on has also really inspired a lot um, in me when it comes to how I would want to continue to showcase and continue to reach out. Because at the end of the day, the bottom line is the bottom line. We're in a business. You have to be able to make money. And at the end of the day, if you can't make money, then you should go home or go to the river again. So I think one of the things I would encourage encourage African brands to do is to also think about other ways of showcasing. Fashion week's great, but there's so many other ways. Um, I've realized also a bit more as I introspect is um, fashion week is great, but they, like I just said, if you know your target, if you know who you're, if you know who's buying from you, if you know your customer, your clients, why are you confining yourself to like doing things that the mainstream says you should do. Why can't you just take them to the park and go swimming and do everything underwater because your clientele lives under the water? Like why? So I feel like all I'm saying is I'm encouraging African brands, African fashion designers to open up their minds and to refuse to be confined in a, in a box. Yes. You can still do fashion if you want to, but at the same time, if you want to, not do it, but re find innovative and refreshing ways to reach out to your target market or to your client base. That's what you do. That's because at the end of the day, that's that's the bottom line. Also, be um, exclusive to your uniqueness and target that market. You know. Yeah. And I, I think the big. I think also. This is something that we as Fashion Lab must also endeavor to do to kind of spread the word. The designers on their own are not going to shape fashion in Africa. They can't because it just doesn't work that way. Uh, we have to be able to kind of emphasize the importance of all those other side things that make fashion week, uh, fashion work. And as, as media, we have to try to do that to help the designers, meaning we have to emphasize 
the importance of good photography, good imagery in Africa, the importance of, of good, um, of just lo location is important for a mm. shoot, uh, for, for a catalog shoot, for a runway, mm. and, and just photography is, is so, mm. such a big deal. Mm. And just a celebrating fashion and individuality has to be celebrated. And it means African designers also have to take on the challenge to discover who their clients are, who their, who their customers are, so that they can individualize their approach to the customer and make the customer feel special when they come to their show, you know? Wow. Guys, 100%. boom. It's time, it's time for who you want to dress because we want to dress someone today. And Maura, we're going to start with you. Who would you want to dress and why? Sure. Um, I want to address a model friend of mine, actually. Um, it's very exciting. Her name is Michaela Wright, and she is she's literally just turned 17. Um, and she has actually been – she's just come back from New York, and she's been casted. And she – I'm sure she's going to be the next Victoria's Secret school face – Everything, she's going places, she's going big. So before she gets there, I would love to dress her and make her more beautiful than what she is. Fantastic. Angie, who would you want to dress and why besides me, Morag, or you? Trust me. me. This is so personal because this is the first time I got to see Liz's work close and personal. So what I would like to do is dress every woman in the world in, in one of Liz's pleated short skirts. Wow. wow. So okay, that one we can make an exception then. It sounds good to me. Fine. <laughs> no, that's good. It was so mind-blowing. Like, when we went out there, everybody just, like, they couldn't ignore that skirt. <laughs> no, I know, I know exactly which one it is. No, I know. It's, it's ridiculous. We, we, we picked it in community because we're like, this is it. I was like, this is it. And I wanted to wear a gown. And he's like, Liz, please, it's one o'clock show. Come now, please. Like, I knew the paparazzi would be out there, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now, I went today to dress Reshma Kureshi because um, when I saw her, I think my tears fell. Because wow. I... I and, and then I looked at her because I was watching the, you know, the whole thing, the backstage, the makeup. She sat there so quietly, but I, I said, I felt like I felt her pain, but I was like, I can't even feel it because I don't even know how bad this went down. But the bravery of coming to actually be in Fashion Week and showcase, I think is, uh, I would never know how it feels to be in her shoes, but I just attached my heart and I would want to dress her to make her feel even more beautiful and more appreciated and more just kind of give her hope and make her feel like it's okay. I mean, what happened happened, but there's still, there's still hope. She's, she's, uh, I just literally just cried like a child. Anyway, it wasn't even mm. one tear. I think it was, I think it was eight years, but anyway, that's who I want to address because I think, uh, our role, our responsibility as a uh, fashion people or fashion, um, players is to also make, um, people feel, Beautiful because clothing is just one element of helping someone be complete, and people don't realize it. People yeah, laugh about it and say, I, and they say, I don't care about fashion. I'm like, you come out of there with that, you know, with, come up with the wrong clothes, you won't come out. It's, it's so I think it's a uh, yeah, so I think it's a uh, it's very good for us to um to encourage the people around us using what we know and what we have, like you, Mora, you obviously. Uh, you know, you don't realize the power that you have, but you have so much power because you transform 
people just through your makeup. And I think that that's what we should do as well in the fashion space. Anyway, guys, it's been great having you. Thank you for contributing and thank you for your conversations. Today has been a freestyle freestyle <laughs> Thursday. Okay. I got. I, I thought I was going to kind of be one of those of, oh, I missed the bass. I overslept. But anyway, we made it. Uh, we're having a great time. And uh, for those who are tuned in, we are on fashionlabafrica.com if you want to continue um, to connect. Uh, otherwise, peace and love and, uh, and all the best. Thank, Thank you. you. See you guys soon. All right. You're See you soon. Out. Over and out. Thank you. This is cliffcentral.com.